0: And I remind everybody this is the panic attack with Big John on all of your podcasting platforms. Woohoo. Um, you can see me on uh Facebook on the it's called Big John's Conservative Op-Ed page. Um I post memes and Articles from other YouTube creators. Uh, also, you know, sometimes an article will come up somewhere that the media doesn't necessarily cover. So I'll put those on there. And I share some of my. Well, I'll try to share all of my YouTube videos on that page. Um, also on Twitter, it's at the real. Underscore big John with an H by the way. I'm an H'er, I spelled John the right way, or my mom did on my birth certificate. So, uh, tonight they formally nominated Joe. Well, this is if you're listening, actually, it was last night. Uh, today's star date August 19th, 2020 Uh, but on August the 18th 2020 uh, Joe Biden became the official nominee for the Democratic ticket Um, (laughs) the derelict congressman to the north of me was the Gave, uh... Joe Biden... A nomination or cast... Delegates for Biden. I don't know what the... hell Tim Ryan did. Um... Hopefully he loses to Christina Hagen... In November. That's all I care about Tim Ryan. But, uh... I want to cover... A couple things... Tonight, today... Whenever you're watching this. Um... AOC nominated or seconded the nominee nation for Bernie Sanders and gave a little speech speechy speech for, for Bernie or Bernard his proper name Bernard Sanders And I'm gonna uh play her speech it's about a minute and forty seconds long but I'm gonna pause it at different times to give my two cents. and then there's a wee bit clip of uh I don't know if I can sit through this whole thing, but uh it's on YouTube. There's a link in the description. uh it's Cardi B and it's a, it's called a Conversation with Joe Biden. Uh, some people are calling it an interview. But it starts out with, uh, you know, them complimenting each other. I'll get to it later. Uh, let's get to the AOC, Bernard Sanders uh, nomination speech.
1: And thank you to everyone here today, endeavoring towards a better, more just future for our country and our world. In fidelity and gratitude. To a mass people's movement, working to establish 21st century social, economic, and human rights, including guaranteed health care, higher education, living wages, and labor rights for all people.
0: Okay. Stop right there. Uh, guaranteed health care can be argued a couple ways. Socialized medicine, not good you know it's been a uh, i have i've had to explain this to a lot of people um and it, hospitals get burned uh because a hospital cannot deny you treatment now a lot of people uh in the lower income brackets or maybe the medium income bracket or whatever bracket i fall into um They'll go to an emergency room like it's a doctor's office. They'll go there for everything cold, flu, uh you know, minor injuries, uh things that you know could be treated at a physician's office or by telemedicine. Uh and, and you know, I, I would be I would be down with nationwide telemedicine. Uh you know, That wouldn't be such a bad thing. But um, what they want is universal uh, Medicare, Bernie, and AOC. Uh, She talks about education. For the longest time, when we talked about education in this country, the conversation revolved around, how do we make it better? How do we make our universities better? How do we make our schools better? No, what they're talking about, what her and Bernie Sanders want is if the university you attend is a state-funded university, you go there for free. Now, how are they going to pay the professors? How are they going to pay to keep the lights on without charging anybody anything? So is there going to be like one university per state that's government funded and the rest have to be either private and sink or swim? Uh, You know, universal college education, not possible. Um, Same as, you know, socialized medicine. Not possible without spending an arm and a leg. Uh, a universal basic li- living wage. Uh, a federally mandated that McDonald's or Walmart. This is my cigar cutter, by the way. Um, you know, demanding that your entry-level jobs or the jobs that used to be considered entry-level uh, Pay everyone a living wage? Unrealistic. You want to pay $10 for a Big Mac? No, they're just going to replace everyone with robots. It's a, it, The technology's there. They'll need one or two employees. Everyone will order on a touchscreen kiosk. There goes your, your, living, your minimum living wage jobs. Or living wage minimum, wa- whatever the hell you want to call it.
1: People. In the united states a movement striving to recognize and repair the wounds of racial injustice colonization misogyny and homophobia and to propose and build reimagined systems of immigration and foreign policy that turn away from the violence and xenophobia of our past a movement that
0: okay, so she's talking about a, a movement to um Stop homophobia. I'm not afraid of gay people. And I have yet to see a strong case where people have been discriminated against because of their sexuality. Uh, She talks about things of our past. Well, if they're in the past, why do we need a movement to overcome them? The past means that it's over past. It's behind us. And that's what a lot of these these riots and looting and uh, things that are going on now, you know, they're not over George Floyd anymore. George Floyd was not the saint he was made out to be. The police didn't kill George Floyd. I feel they could have done more to save his life. But they called an ambulance, you know, before he stopped breathing, even. The ambulance went to the wrong place, but nonetheless, they called an ambulance. They should have started CPR when he lost consciousness. But essentially, George Floyd died of a drug overdose while in police custody, is what everything points to now. Uh, But... You know, a, a lot of there's always going to be racist people. There are always going to be racist people, and they're pieces of shit. I, I, don't get me wrong in any way, shape, or form. But racism as a systematic whole, as in the way the Democrats used to stop black people from voting down south or in other parts of the country. Those are over. And that was the Democrat Party, by the way. Um, so, a lot of the things she's saying, you know, are the, the first part of that was like a socialist utopia. Socialist utopian point of view. And when I talk about socialist utopia, the all right, you go from capitalism... This is according to the Communist Manifesto. You go capitalism, socialism, and socialism ends in the utopia that is communism. And we saw how that worked out in, you know, Mother Russia. Let's listen to some more of Alexandria's speech.
1: Realizes the unsustainable brutality of an economy that rewards explosive inequalities of wealth for the few at the expense of long-term stability for the many and who organized.
0: Okay, that's not true. When Trump came into office, the economy was stagnant. Uh, It took off, you know, uh, six months or a year into his term. Biden is trying to take credit for that economy. And, you know, they say uh, there's a Biden campaign ad that says Trump inherited a good economy and then he wrecked it when the virus struck. No, he listened to the experts and science and shut down the country and saved two million lives because we were supposed to lose 2.2 million more on that later. But uh you no, know, in the Trump the Trump boom they called it, the poor or the, and lower class and middle class actually got richer at a higher rate than the upper class. The upper class gained too, but more people came out of poverty, more people came off of unemployment. <clears throat> You had historically low uh, unemployment rates in every demographic, and we're starting to come back to that. So how can Obama, Biden take that credit when Trump has rolled away a lot of their government regulations that people credited for creating the initial Trump boom? I don't know.
1: A historic grassroots campaign to reclaim our democracy in a time when millions of people in the United States are looking for deep systemic solutions to our crises of mass evictions, unemployment and lack of health care in el espíritu del pueblo and out of a love for all people, I hear
0: okay. So the, the, the biggest mortgage crisis uh happened in o eight now it's happening again because landlords, lending companies, banks cannot hold out any longer with this uh government lockdown or some states having locked down their economies and locked down their people that's why we're in the last few months, yes, we have had. A large number of evictions. Uh, Trump did some executive orders trying to put a stave on that, but executive orders are pretty hard to enforce. Let's go on. She's going to officially second the nomination of Bernie Sanders right here.
1: I second the nomination of Senator Bernard Sanders of Vermont for president of the United States of America.
0: That was pretty nice. I mean... A lot of people get down on Sandy Cortez. I think she's an attractive woman. So I'm a teensy bit biased. But, uh, you know, the things she said, obviously you heard I disagree with. But she did a nice job. Um, She went on her Instagram. And I couldn't uh, get a direct link to the video. But it's on her Instagram page. She went live tonight after that. it was kind of cool. She was sober. Unlike some of her other Instagram videos. Where she's putting together Ikea furniture drunkenly. And uh, babbling. Like David Hasselhoff with his cheeseburger. If you remember that video. But uh, she was pretty cool about it. She was real happy and excited. And you know I like to see you know. Young people in politics. I don't have to agree with them. And we don't have to agree with everything in America. That's how we get things done. Is two sides. Three sides. Whatever. Coming together and meeting somewhere. Close to the middle. For a. uh, For a compromise. Or a goal. I need to get my shooting. Relaxation music going again. Maybe. If the remote control works. Oop. Oh, come on. There it goes. I already got my soothing music playing in the background at all times. Um, so, kudos to Sandy. She was happy, happy, joy, joy about that. Um, let me do this right. Because this video is not hard to find. It's called, um. <sighs> there will be a link in the description on YouTube if you can. If you want to listen to this whole SchmaZ video. Um, it's called, uh, Cardi B Talks police brutality, COVID-19, and the 2020 election with Joe Biden. Uh, and it's on the, I'm sure so many people that watch my terrible videos uh, also watch and listen to L. But I'm going to fast forward here to a minute, 49 seconds. Um, previous to this, You can tell the video is heavily edited every time Biden starts to talk and ends his talk. It's, they edited him, edited, edited, you know what I'm trying to say. Him, I'm talking like Joe Biden now, for crying out loud. They edit him into sound bites so that he sounds better. Uh, you know, and first, you know, there, she's saying something about, uh, You know, I started this a little late today, and neither of them are speaking English, by the way. It's very incoherent, very difficult to watch. I mean, I got a minute, two minutes into it, and I I just, I can't listen to these two people talk anymore. Because, you know, she's speaking with, you know, broken English intentionally. English is her first language, and, you know, she's purposely speaking with a, an accent and, you know, playing it up. Um, she has these fingernails that, I kid you not, they look like my fingernail file. I always keep this laying around because I obsess over cleaning my under my fingernails. But her fingernails are, like, out to here, man. I mean, like... And they're almost this pointy. Like, what? who finds that attractive? I know that's a style now. I just think it's weird. You know, back in the day, uh, Flojo, Florence Griffith Joyner, uh, the fastest woman in the world, one of the fastest people in the world, uh, she grew her nails out and they wrapped around real... But they were her nails, Women are actually paying to go have these gigantic extensions put on their fingers. And they're the most impractical thing. I mean, you can see, if you dare watch this horrible video, uh, how much, how difficult it is for her to... Like, she tries to adjust her collar like I'm always doing. Or she tries to touch her face and she realizes, oh, I'm about to claw my own eyes out. Uh, You know. So... Uh, she tells Biden, you know, I got a late start, you know, you, you don't understand how it is or you got to understand how it is when you have a two year old at my age and he, he immediately goes on the attack. I have five children and or four, so many children and five grandchildren. You're telling me I'm the expert on it. Like why is he got to like attack everybody and make himself the expert on everything? Surprised he didn't call her dog-faced pony soldier. And by the way, when you take the 5 or 10 pounds of makeup off of her, she's not that attractive. But anyways, here's the clip I want you guys to hear.
2: In terms of in this election. I have a whole list of things that I want and I wish and I desire uh, for our next president to do for us. Well, first thing first, let me keep it buck. I just want...
0: Okay, she does a Biden. The The saying goes first and foremost not first and first. <laughs> okay, sorry I had to get that in there.
2: Trump out. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like his mouth gets us in trouble so much. I don't want to be he lied to.
0: Okay, when is Trump's mouth gotten us into trouble. Russia is no longer the schoolyard bully. Uh China is buying uh corn, wheat, uh cattle from the United States, which was part of the new trade deal that Trump negotiated with China. China is no longer ripping us off economically. Uh, Trump is bringing manufacturing back to America. things that were not supposed to be done. We're not supposed to be doable. Remember uh, Obama said, uh, you know I'm not even gonna say his name and give him credit but you know somebody thinks you can just wave a magic wand and renegotiate these trade deals. You can't do that. Well, Trump did it, and we have the jobs to prove it. Anyways, let's let's go back to the finite wisdom of Cardi B and Joe Biden. Lord help us. I
2: don't. I don't want that. Like, you know, we're dealing with a pandemic right now, right? And I just want answers. I want to know when this is over. Like, you know, I want to go back to my job. I want to. I want to be able to go outside. I want to be able not to feel like I'm trapped in my home. And, but I don't want somebody to lie to me and tell me that it's okay to go outside. It's okay not to wear a mask, that everything is going to be okay. No, I want like a a timeline of when things are gonna get better. I, I want...
0: Every medical expert in the world is working on this. There is no one timeline. Because every nation in the world is different. Okay. Japan is over this. Uh, Taiwan never really got this pandemic. Uh, Now, these other countries that are past the pandemic. uh, Reopening and things. uh, They are seeing a second surge. Now, they're all smaller than the United States though with the exception of China, and we don't know what's going on in China. This is not, there's no way this is, this virus is over in China, uh, but they say it is. Actually I don't know what the Chinese say This, so I'll shut up.
2: A president told me what are the steps for us to get better besides, um, you know, uh, taking pre, uh, precautions like with our masks and quarantining. I need somebody to tell me like this is going to be over when we find this cure. This is why it's taking so long. This is why other countries are doing better than ours when it.
0: I just explained to her why other countries are doing better than ours, and there've been. different approaches that worked different ways Um, and some countries were a lot harsher I mean you could have been fined uh, in China you know families were ripped apart parents that were sick were ripped out of their homes uh, and children left behind for another government agent to come in and I guess take to a foster home or an orphanage, I don't know. Uh, but no nobody has said that they can tell you when this is going to be over. None of the doctors, none of the uh pandi pandemiologists have been able to nail down when this will end. Most of them say this is around forever. Now Trump has said and the so-called government experts, uh, like Fauci and Birx, and governors of other states and people uh, in positions of high power in business and such, have said, "Well, you know, when we ha- when we get a vaccine and we get enough people vaccinated, then it'll be over." They've said that. What she doesn't get is vaccines take time, and she's stupid what the problem is but she's got 70 million followers and she was on the cover of Elle Magazine so you know that makes her qualified to interview a presidential candidate who's afraid to be interviewed by Fox News in what is not a heavily edited interview let's continue
2: comes to this pandemic, I need somebody to tell me the truth, the hardcore truth. And also, I of course want free Medicare. And this is why it's important to have free Medicare because
0: I support and I have free Medicare. Okay. She can afford to pay cash at the doctor's office. I have a friend who has a son with a severe pre existing condition. Who has to go to the doctor a lot? He got a family health care for two sons, a daughter, a wife, and himself for three hundred seventy-five dollars a month. That's a family plan. Now, he 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 and his wife may make they make about I would say they make the the mean income in the United States. And I'm kind of in a poor rural area where we're below the mean income for the general United States. which The mean income in the United States, which is when you subtract that mean, the word mean doesn't mean somebody is being mean. It means when you take out the highest and the lowest and you get a true average for what the middle is. So the median income, there that's a better way of saying it. The median income in the United States is around $50,000 or so. So I would say his family's at least in that demographic, maybe a little higher. So uh, yeah, they're probably a lot higher actually. But you know, he's paying 375 bones a month. Uh, If you're really poor, there's already free healthcare for you. There's Medicaid and uh, they even expanded Medicare in some states or expanded medicaid uh you know so poor single people can qualify for it but a little known fact is no hospital unless it's a private for-profit hospital can deny you health care access uh the the problem is not not necessarily getting Access to health care It's getting access to good health care And You know The doctor that graduates from You know One university Isn't going to be as good as a doctor Who graduated from uh, A different university I'm sorry to say uh, And not everyone can get their Medical degree from You know A world class uh, Medical Medical Hospital, medical college medical university uh, that not every doctor can train at a world-class uh, uh, teaching hospital. That's the problem. You can get access to health care. It doesn't mean it's good care.
2: Look, look what's happening right now. You see why we should have been having Medicare for a long time. I, of course, think that we need a free college education. That's second. And I want black people to stop getting killed and no justice for it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I just want more stricter laws.
0: Okay, so she says she wants no more black people getting killed. One, the president can't stop that. Black-on-black black crime kills more people than the police. But then she says something about no justice for it. <laughs> she means there is no justice for black people getting killed. And she means getting killed by the police. Uh, I'm putting words in her mouth, but I know what she meant.
2: That is fair to black like citizens. And you know, it's fair for cops too. If you kill somebody that is that doesn't have a weapon on them, you go to jail.
0: Okay. Well, okay, I cut her off too soon.
2: If, you know what? If I kill somebody, I gotta go to jail. You gotta go to jail too. Oh. That's what I want. And it's so sad that a pandemic have, has to happen so people could open their eyes on seeing what type of person are they dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you're really confusing the people. Like one day you're telling them that this is nothing, that people are black citizens. And you know, it's fair for cops too. If you kill somebody that is that doesn't have a weapon on them, you go to jail. You know what? If I kill somebody, I gotta go to jail. You gotta go to jail too. That's what I want. And it's so sad that a pandemic has has to happen so people could open their eyes on seeing what type of person are they dealing with, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like you're really confusing the people like one day you're telling them that this is nothing that people need to stop getting tested because they're gonna get it anyways. Next thing you know, you have a, a mask in your face, and you're really playing games, not with us, not the folks you're playing you're playing games with the people that support you. All of this has to happen this this crazy stuff that has to happen so they could open their, uh, their their eyes for the past four years? Well, it doesn't have to happen. For example, in 2016, if 18 to 23 or 4-year-olds have voted in the same percentage as the rest of the population, we would have had Hillary Clinton, not him. The vote matters. That's why you keep talking to people about the need to vote. The vote yes. matters. It matters a yeah. great deal. And so we got to take... We, look... The, the generation, your generation, and the young millennials beyond that, they can own this. They can own this outcome. And they can own what happens in the next election. They are the ones that can change things dramatically if they show up and vote. Tell me what your fans most say to you when they communicate with you online. What have-
0: okay, he didn't answer any of her questions. Donald Trump would have answered those questions. You know why? Because he's already done all the things she's asking. Okay, he hasn't made college educations free. But he's helped black people by giving more funding to historically black colleges and universities. He has helped get black people out of jail that Joe Biden and Bill Clinton put in jail with the 1994 crime bill. He's helped get them out with the First Step Act. He's helped young black people get a better education through uh, opportunity scholarships. I started to say diversity scholarships, but they're opportunity scholarships, and you have to meet a certain criteria of grade in a failing public school, and you have to be putting in the work to get the scholarship and then you can go to a better charter school. You get a scholarship to go to a better school. He's, Trump has helped with the poverty in the black community with opportunity zones which he worked together with Cory Booker who won't give him any credit and he worked together with Tim Scott who does give him credit. Trump helped create these opportunity zones So businesses would get a tax break and be able to go into lower income communities, which are predominantly minority communities, and create jobs. So all the things she's asking for, Trump has done. He's working on replacing Obamacare. But he has not, he didn't get the support from the cowardly Republicans, the rhinos, the never-Trumpers that didn't want him, the 42 members of Congress that retired because they're cowards. He didn't get their support. So, of course, he's not going to get support from Speaker Pelosi. Pelosi. If uh, uh, right now, and the Democrats in Congress, if he tries to get repeal and replace Obamacare through, uh, they did manage to get rid of the um, man the individual mandate where you are mandated to buy health insurance. The point is, you know, with AOC's Alexandria or Sandy uh Cortez's speech, you know, she talks about a utopia. Well, the utopia that comes out of the socialism that she was preaching in her nomination of Joe Biden is called communism. This Cardi B thing, the last thing you heard Joe Biden say to her. Well, what what are your fans asking you on social media? What are they saying? Getting your fans out to vote. That's the whole purpose of this conversation with her. Is to have her 70 million, uh, at least a fraction of them, go out and vote. Her 70 million followers on social media. To have her influence them to go vote. Okay, he did not answer any of her questions, at least in the first two minutes of the interview, which is heavily edited because neither of these people, uh, Cardi B or Joe Biden, are coherent or intelligent in any way, shape, or form. But they put this together to get votes for Biden, not for substance, not for an in-depth interview, not even for a, a a terrible interview, okay? They just did this to try and court the Cardi B fans into voting for Biden, okay? It's a pop culture thing. It's what Hillary had to do to get people to come to her rallies, she had to turn her rallies into pop music concerts in order for people to show up and hopefully listen to what she said or uh, to get them to listen to their favorite pop star's political opinion and that opinion was vote for Hillary. It didn't work in 2016. Uh, you know, what Joe Biden is saying is they're clearly courting the 18 to 23 year old demographic. But the problem is from, you know, 2012, 2008, that demographic grew up. It grew older and it realized, uh, wait a minute, all this free stuff that they promised us isn't really free we're paying for it out of our paychecks, or when we graduated college, we don't have any jobs to go to, and the student loan cri- debt crisis is going to be a bigger thing than the 2008 mortgage crisis. They tell me. So uh, Trump supposedly has a way of dealing with that. Joe Biden says, "I ah, just just wipe out the loans." Well, he had, I haven't heard him say that, but. Theoretically, that's what I think the Democrats want to do is just wipe out the student loan debt. That's not going to be good. Uh, So, but that's the the take on these two things, you know. Sandy Cortez wants, uh, you know, socialism to lead to the utopia of communism. Uh, Joe Biden and Cardi B heavily, heavily edited interview... Because neither of them can put together a coherent, intelligent sentence. Uh, He doesn't answer her questions, or at least he didn't so far. I can't listen to this horrific butchering of the English language and incoherency anymore. So uh, there's a link in the description. If you want to try to watch this interview, you can. Uh, There's a link to... Alexandria Cortez's Instagram so you can hear her talk about how happy she was to do the Democratic National Convention speech and there's a link to her you know, minute and a half speech in there also if you want to uh, watch that over and over again so with that that's my three cents for the momentary God bless you have a great day remember to pray for each other And I'll see you the next time on the Panic Attack.